you can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Monday, welcome into a new episode of the Luke Kelly Show. Thanks for hitting play wherever you listen to this thing at. Stumbling all over my words already in the first 10 seconds of this episode. That's the way that I like to start it, because that's me. That's who I am. Can never get out of my own way when it comes to that. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, I hope you had a great rest of your week last week. I spent most of my week watching Little League World Series baseball. It's now it's not the exact Little League World Series. It was the regionals, all that stuff was played. So they had like the Great Lakes Regional, the Midwest, the West, all those different ones. And I have to say, it's so nostalgic to me to sit down and watch the Little League World Series. Cause growing up as a kid, I would watch that on ESPN, ABC, and think, man, one day I'm going to be able to play in Williamsport on ABC for a Little League World Series championship. That's what I always thought. That's what I always dreamed of. But my team wasn't good enough, nor uh, nor was I very good enough at baseball to be able to make it all the way there. My my all-star team wasn't the best. I think we got the farthest, maybe one year, we made it to the championship of our district tournament. And our district tournament wasn't that great. We should have really won that whole thing. But we just stink. That's That's the basic rules of it. But the one reason why I still like watching the World Series just out of pure nostalgia is watching these kids have fun while playing the game. Because sometimes I think when you sit down and you watch professional sports, it's just the everyday thing that they're used to doing. It's a business to them, right? And when you see these kids have fun, it puts a smile on your face. Like there's this dude from Pennsylvania who is by far the best player that I've seen in this Little League World Series tournament so far. Whenever he hits a home run or whenever someone else hits a home run on the team, when they're rounding the bases, they'll stop, put up bullhorns, kick up dirt, and keep running. I love it. It is hilarious. I love stuff like that. I love watching new school baseball. 
people that will go out there, have fun, make celebrations unique, and also make the pitcher feel like, yeah, I just owned you on that at bat. I have no problems with anyone celebrating in sports. In this scenario, it's always so crazy because you get the old school baseball people. That's not how you play baseball. There is no sportsmanship with that. If I were playing on the opposing team, I would throw at them. But they're the person that's speaking about sportsmanship. Do you think someone speaking about sportsmanship would throw at someone? No. Especially at that age. It's all about fun. It's all about celebrations. If you're a pitcher, you're on the mound, and you just have a big strikeout. Maybe there's a guy on third, you're up by one, or maybe the game's even tied, and you leave that runner stranded at third. You're going to be jacked up. If that run stays there, you strike out the last person of the inning. You're going to be jacked up. You're going to be celebrating that. You got to be able to take all of your victories. But I was all over Twitter criticizing every single old school baseball person that was like, this is uncalled for. Look at all these kids out here celebrating after they hit home runs. Settle down, old man. Settle down. And you know what? College baseball had a great, great team that did a whole bunch of celebrations. The University of Tennessee. Now, the NCAA did say next year there's going to be no big-time celebrations like that. I think it's dumb. I think it takes away from having fun. When baseball is so in desperate need of some sort of change, something like this, something where people can in, in insert their personality. If you're able to do that, that's awesome. We need more of that in the game. What do people like over the top? You go on TikTok, people are over the top. They're doing crazy things. Could do crazy things in this scenario. Have fun. It's Little League World Series. That's what it is. It's about having fun. Every single level that you're playing at should be about fun, competing, but also, yes, about being fun. Ultimately, it's a game. If you win, you want to get jacked up, that's awesome. But the the games haven't been the best in the Little League World Series. This is one thing that I've noticed. The gameplay is just not as good as what it used to be because of so much travel ball now that Little League Baseball is kind of an afterthought. But there are some good players that are sprinkled in here or there. Like there is one kid, and I forgot his name. I was going to look it up before I started to record the podcast. But he was from a team out west that wore work gloves as batting gloves and hit a monster shot. Like that kid better not wear another pair of batting gloves in his whole life. He needs to stick to those work gloves. Every single level from here on out of him playing baseball. Don't go to Dick's Sporting Goods to go and buy your batting gloves. Just go to Home Depot. Go to the gardening section, get your work gloves, and hit dingers. 
Think about how great of a marketing campaign that would be. If you're that kid, you grow up playing baseball, you have those work gloves on, you go and play college baseball, or maybe you just go straight to the minor leagues, and you're playing in work gloves. Now, there's going to be some old-school baseball person along the way that's going to be like, you're disrespecting the game by doing that. You're not wearing real batting gloves. Who would do that? This kid that's hitting dingers. Celebrating. Having a good time. That's who. He's marketing himself. He's going to become a household name. Just think about that. Everyone that I know that has watched some of those games or at least has seen highlights be like, oh yeah, you see the guy or you see the kid that had the work gloves on? That's awesome. But Little League Baseball, if you've never watched the Little League World Series, watch it first of all. I remember I went in 2000, I think it was. Yeah, 2000. I went because we dropped my oldest brother off at college in New York City. And then on the way back, my parents surprised us and stopped at the Little League World Series because it was always something that we watched on TV together as a family, especially like the actual World Series game we would sit down and watch together. And I remember my parents taking us there, and they thought that it was going to be a pretty expensive time because it was everybody except my older brother. He was out in New York City now. So we get there, free admission into the game. I don't know if it's still that way, but it was free admission. Concession stands were so cheap. Like, you could get a soda for 50 cents. A hot pretzel, a quarter. A hot dog, 50 cents. It was amazing how cheap it was and how fun of an atmosphere it was. To see people in person sliding down that hill, and if you've never seen the Little League World Series, there's this big hill that everyone will get a piece of cardboard and slide down. Every year, there's some sort of announcer that will take a turn and look like a jackass as he's going down this hill. I want to do that. I didn't get to do that. My brother and I walked over there to try and go do it, but it looked too dangerous when I got up there. I chickened out. And then my brother was like, I'm not waiting up here. I'm not waiting this long. But no, it's, it's a lot of fun. If you ever get the opportunity to go to Williamsport, Pennsylvania to do that, do it. If you're a baseball fan, even if you don't like Little League Baseball, it's just something fun. Major League Baseball is doing something with it now where they're playing a baseball game out there during the Little League World Series, which is, which is smart, right? You're trying to grow the game and you want to put it in front of young people. Why not cater to a group of young people that are already there? Boom shakalaka. Got it. Got it all taken care of. So the actual Little League World Series starts later this week on ESPN, ABC. Do yourself a favor. Watch some of the games. Look, it might not be the best. Like I said, it might not be the best competition of baseball, but it's still fun. And speaking of Little League Baseball, actually the town that I live in here in Louisville, they actually had a 12U team that won the Cal Ripken World Series. Shout out to them, man. Winning it all. Got rings and everything. It was pretty cool. All the news channels over here in Louisville were covering it. Yeah, it's awesome. I wish we got rings. Like when we would win tournaments as kids instead of like stupid medals or trophies. Ugh. 
that that sucked because you know what happened to all those on the way home the baseball guy would fall off because it was such a cheap trophy do you think the guy at the trophy store could put a hockey guy on top of it what movie what movie is it from you know what movie it's from I'm not going to tell you but you know what movie it's from and of course with the Little League World Series right now going on uh, that means that school is getting ready Go back into session. Now, here in Louisville, uh, school has already started. Southern Indiana actually started a while ago. There's some schools that do like kind of that hybrid year-round school. So a lot of schools around here have been in session for a while now. And I told you that I wanted to do a top three this week that was somehow related to school. And I decided to do the top three hot lunches, baby. Who didn't love a good hot lunch from school? So let's start off with number three, the good old reliable chicken patty. Now, it wasn't like the chicken patty of today's standards, okay? It wasn't Chick-fil-A. It wasn't the Burger King. It wasn't any of those high-level chicken sandwiches. It was just a straight-up chicken patty, a little barbecue sauce on that bad boy. That was always a solid day. Like, it wasn't going to disappoint you when it was chicken patty day. That's why it's at number three on my hot lunches. At number two, and this was hard for me to put at number two, because I love school pizza. The rectangle school pizza was pure classic. It was Friday at school. That cheese pizza was going to be on that tray. You were going to take it back, sit your ass down, and mm, just smash it. You're going to smash that pizza. You're going to have sauce all over your face. You're going to look like a slob. Guess what? It's Pizza Friday, and you don't care. I could go for a school slice of pizza right now. It's been years since I've had it. Sixth grade, I would say, is the last time that I had the square or the rectangle piece of pizza. I'm about to go to a school district and be like, hey, man, uh, do you think that I could just come in Pizza Friday and just have a slice? That's it. All right, Pizza Friday, you got number two on the top three hot lunch food items to get from school. And the number one thing for me, because it was so rare at my school, and if you didn't have one of these, I'm sorry. But now I don't think they would be able to have them because with COVID and everything, but a salad bar. The salad bar at Sockview Elementary School in South Chicago Heights, Illinois, was so freaking good. They would have it once a quarter. And when they had it, they would have it for the whole week. That would be the only time that my parents would let us have school lunch for the entire week. It was a treat. It was a complete treat. So they would have your salads, they would have your croutons, all that stuff, but they would also have like one little entree on that salad bar. And it would be different. And it was good. I could just imagine little me walking up this to the salad bar, getting the salad, cheese, croutons, bacon bits, olives, tomatoes, cucumbers, they would also have like either uh, chicken or like, uh, or it wasn't really like steak. It, it was more beef. I don't know exactly what it was. Mystery meat probably. But they would have that that you could throw on there. Eggs. I mean, it was 
like I said, fantastic. And it was such a treat because you only got it once a quarter. And I got to order hot lunch every single day, day that week. There was nothing like walking into school that Monday because we ordered every single day you had to order. Unless you had one of those plans where you would just order at the beginning of the week. But with me, we didn't do that. So I I, I, I remember going in there on Monday and be like, I'm going to do salad bar the whole week. Felt so cool. <laughs> so cool. Because other than that, we only had lunch, hot lunch at school on Fridays because it was Pizza Friday. Pizza freaking Friday, but I'm sorry, Pizza Friday. You couldn't hold the number one spot on the top three hot lunches at school. Salad Bar took the number one spot, and it's not even really a hot lunch, but hey, the school made it, so therefore, it was a hot lunch. Oh, man, that brings me back. That brings me back. I I can remember everything about that salad bar. I can remember everything about Pizza Friday. You know what? I want to bring Pizza Friday back just in my household. Like, I don't need to be at school to have Pizza Friday. I feel like Pizza Friday is what a lot of families used to do. I was talking to my dad about that not that long ago. It's like, you remember we always had, like, pizza on Fridays. Yeah, man. So good. And now my parents are fancy. They don't, they don't go out for pizza on Fridays anymore. It's more of like a midweek meal for them. Oh, man. So we got Little League World Series. We got back to school. We're also getting closer to the fall. You know what that means? We're getting closer to the fall. That means we have football back on the TV. You got to be hyped up about that. You have NFL preseason games going on. College football starts in a couple of weeks. Uh, My wife did not know that preseason football already started. I broke the news to her this weekend. She's like, what do you mean? It's already football season. It feels like it just ended. I was like, no, it doesn't. It ended in February. That was such a long time ago. It feels like a lifetime ago since we had football. This is why I love football so much. It's one day a week. Now, if you watch Thursday night football and then you watch college football all day on Saturday and then all day on Sunday... Yeah, I mean, I could see if your partner would get really upset with you watching football all those days of the week. But most likely for me, I'm going to watch one game on Saturday. And that's either going to be the Notre Dame game or that's going to be the big-time college football game. And then on Sunday, Sunday, that's the day that I want to watch the 1 o'clock, the 4 o'clock, and Sunday night football. Like, I want to legit sit and watch football all day on Sunday. I'll go and do whatever fall things that you want to do on Saturdays until like the nightcap at 8 o'clock. And honestly, you should be back home from doing those fall things by 8 o'clock anyway. Um, but I, I just think that there's something with fall, watching football. You know, it, it, it's just great. And then watching Monday night football. I don't do a whole lot of that because the Monday night football games haven't been that good. Um the last few years. It seems honestly like the last five years, Monday Night Football has not been good, but it seems like the NFL changed their schedule a little bit to give some good games to Monday Night Football this year, so that will be awesome. But with football, 
comes that fall weather. And with that fall weather comes bonfire season. I know it might be too early to start a bonfire, but I did on Saturday here in Louisville. It was actually like a pretty cool day. It was like 81 pretty much all day. And Saturday night, Nora went to a soccer game, to the Loose City game. She decided that she was going to go with a friend. And I was like, you know what? It's supposed to be a nice night. When you come back home, I'll have a fire going. We can hang out outside. She was like, yeah, that sounds perfect. Because it was supposed to be like 70 by the time that that game was over. And I told her, I was like, I'm going to actually have to try and start this fire early. Because I've never started a bonfire before. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I got some wood out of our shed that Nora's uh, parents purchased for us when they got us this fire pit that we have. And I was like, all right, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to go based off of what I know, which is like the very bare minimum. I don't know a whole lot about making fires. I was not in the Boy Scouts. I would only go camping with a friend. And his parents were the ones that would always set up the fire. So what I did was I did like two sticks on the bottom going vertical and then two sticks on the bottom again going vertically. And then I built the little TP action on it. And then I put a little fire starter. Now this might have been cheating, but I think I would have been successful if I would have used cardboard or whatever I wanted to use. But I lit that thing. Within minutes, this fire was going. It looked like I had been in the Boy Scouts. It looked like I had been making bonfires my whole damn life. But nope. It was my first one. I felt so damn proud that I posted a picture on my Twitter. At Luke Kelly Show on Twitter to go see that. It was roaring. It looked beautiful. I took that picture that I sent, uh, that I put up on, on Twitter, I sent it to Nora. And I said, look at how good this fire is. She was like, oh my God, that actually is pretty good. But like I said, I wanted to test this out early because I knew it would take me a while, but it didn't take me a while. Hell, by the time Nora got home from the game, the fire was almost out because it had burned for so long at that point. I didn't think it was going to, but it did. I was so proud of it. And now I'm addicted to making bonfires. Like this fall, I'm going to get myself a little projector maybe for outside, put a football game up, have a bonfire going, a little s'mores action. I'm not a big s'mores guy, but every once in a while I get a little s'mores action. That just sounds so peaceful. Sounds so peaceful. But every once in a while, you will smell some weed coming from somewhere in the area. And I'm not a big fan of that. I don't like the smell of it. Do whatever you want, but I I just don't like the smell. The bonfire smell is great when you're around the bonfire. Like, that smell is great. But once you go inside and that bonfire smell, it's all over you, all over your clothes. Like, if you try and take all your clothes off, put on new clothes, and jump into bed... Still not going to work. You have to take a full-on shower to get that smell off of you. But me, I may not like that. I'm not able to fall asleep with the smell of bonfire all over me. So like last night, 
or I'm recording this on Sunday, Saturday night. I had to go take myself a shower at like 11 o'clock at night because I still had that bonfire smell on me. You better believe it. Every Saturday that it's nice enough for me to start a bonfire, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. So if you want to come have a bonfire with me this fall on a Saturday night, that's what I'm going to be all about. Bonfire season, baby. Never thought I would be so hyped up about it. I'm hyped up about it. I am. Nora thinks that I'm crazy for being so in love with bonfires after me being successful for one time. I just hope that it wasn't beginner's luck. I need to go buy some more firewood. I, I, firewood. I don't even know where you go to buy firewood. Guess you just drive around the neighborhood until you see a sign that says firewood for sale and you go and buy it. I think that's how it works. I have no idea. Never bought it before. I've seen signs at gas stations like firewood here, but do you trust a gas station for firewood? Is that is that what you're going to trust? Now, if it's covered all in gasoline, maybe that'll maybe that'll help it. But yeah, I'm gonna have to go figure it out. I'm gonna go do some Google searching. Good places to get firewood. I'll do that right now. Uh, coming up on Wednesday's episode, Nora's back in, so she'll be reading a smut tale to you. Uh, we'll figure out what it is together, and I'll talk to you then here on the Luke Kelly Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 